Welcome to the first mini episode. This is where I'm going to share a little bit of my story and also define more clearly what a nine to five rebel really is, at least by my definition. So let me just say that um, not everyone has a desire to be a nine to five rebel. And that's okay because the world needs just as many nine to five rebels as they do nine to five heroes. But I speak to those nine to five rebels. Well, let me tell you my definition of a nine to five rebel. To me, it's someone that has a fire in their belly and a dream in their heart. And it's just this gnawing calling that they just really cannot ignore. So, that's my definition, and we'll leave that at that. And this whole season one of the Beacon of Hope podcast is going to be about me gathering information by interviewing other nine to five rebels and kind of mixing that all with my own experiences. And I'll publish towards the end of the year a book called Encouraging the Nine to Five Rebel. So let me tell you a little bit about my story. So actually, I have been both. I've been a nine to five hero and I've been a nine to five rebel. So as a nine to five hero, I enjoyed the luxury of that um, secure paycheck and the structure that being a nine to five hero brings with it. And then as a nine to five rebel, I would say that um, I have enjoyed the, the opportunity to build something from nothing, to, you know, to build a business from scratch, fueled by a passion. And that's typical of nine to five rebels because that fire in your belly is fueled by a passion and everybody's passions might look different, but I'm finding that all nine to five rebels have a passion. And my passion was, and still is to this day, around healthy living and wellness. And that was born through my experience of watching my mother lose her health at such a young age, starting at the age of 50 when she was first diagnosed with cancer. And to see her lose her life at the age of 61, which is how I how old I am today. And to fathom that is just beyond anything I think any of us can comprehend. And so as I watched her in through the agony, the pain, the suffering, particularly of her last days, I can remember the day that the fire in my belly started. I was on my knees by her bed, holding her hand. And I said, mom, your pain will not go in vain. And that was the day that I decided that I would find a way to make a difference with her pain and suffering. I don't believe that our pain goes to waste. I think that we can use it for a purpose. And so truly my desire to learn everything that there was to know about how to live healthy and how to have a strong immune system and balance and bring as much health to my body as I could control, that's kind of the beginning. So as a, um, I'll tell you, honestly, as a nine to five hero, I was a briefcase carrying high heels and hose every day 
and some of you are saying, what are hose? Well, they're nylons. You don't wear them anymore, but <laughs> we did back in the day. And I literally had to wear a suit every single day. And I would hop on a plane and travel the country to entertain clients um, as I worked in the life of a nine to five hero. And it was, it was great times for me in many ways. But I will tell you that this was back in the 80s. And back in the late 70s, early 80s, what you would see when you picked up all the magazines would be that the women of today can have it all. They can have a career, they can have a family, they can have both. They can have their cake and eat it too. But what happened was I discovered that it was truly a lie because we couldn't have it all. We couldn't have it all without someone or something always being sacrificed. And many times it's the health of the mom, it's the balance of the family. Sometimes the employer was the one suffering, but back in those days, um, it just didn't feel like I had it all when the magazine titles said that I did. And so I had the opportunity, especially after I became a mother. You know, it's one thing to be um, in a wonderful career when, before motherhood, but as I continued in that career and then became a mother of not one, but two wonderful sons, then it got a little harder and there just wasn't enough Jesse to go around. So then add to the mix that now I have a mother that is struggling with her health and needed extra care. So when there was not enough Jesse to go around and I was at the end of my rope, I had the opportunity to stay at home and be a full-time wife and mother and caregiver to my mother. And during that time, I got a taste of what it felt like to have balance, to be able to control your schedule, um, to be able to prioritize rather than have someone else prioritize. And you all know the whole um, back, you know, the mommy guilt that we all, those of us that are moms and have a full-time job, typically outside the home, you know what mommy guilt is or what guilt in general is. When you have a sick kid and you go to work, you feel guilty as a mom. When you have a sick kid and you decide to stay home, you feel guilty as an employee. And so I got a taste of that as well. So after being at home for 14 years, then I decided that it was time to go back into the work world as my boys were looking at colleges. And it was the desire of my heart to help give them a debt-free college education. So it made sense to go back to work and use that income to pay for their education. And so as I began interviewing and thinking about going back into the nine to five world, I quickly realized that I was a nine to five rebel before I even defined that term. So I was looking for a job that I did not think existed. One that would give me flexibility and freedom and an opportunity to have an unlimited income potential. And I found an opportunity to marry my passion of healthy living with an opportunity to build a business. And so 14 years ago, as of today, this is 2020, as I'm recording this, I, um, I became a nine to five rebel and started building my own business. So why can I write a book encouraging the nine to five rebel? Because I understand what it takes. 
I have done hours and hours of personal growth, reading, listening, um, coaching, and I've learned how to navigate through the ups and downs of being a nine to five rebel. And I understand the grit that it takes. So let me talk to you just to help you understand if indeed you are that nine to five rebel. Well, here's what I say. You just knew that you were cut out to be your own boss. There was no question that you could not live your life in a cubicle or survive on two weeks vacation, let alone have to negotiate and mediate for flexible work hours or a day off, right? So nine to five rebels are not afraid of hard work. That is something that I have truly discovered and, and lived out myself. We just want to work for something we're passionate about. We want to design our day. We want to design our week and we want to have control of our future. And we really don't think that that's asking too much and we're willing to do what it takes to create that life. So we don't expect it to be easy. But I can tell you that there are times that you need a daily dose of encouragement. You need that daily dose of encouragement from someone that's gone the course and stayed the course. And you need someone to help adjust your perspective. I call that a coach. You know, um, we need to be fueled with just enough wisdom so that we can continue to believe that we've made the right decision and we go at it for another day. Day after day, we go at it for another day. Now, I've been blessed with many, many mentors in my life. Some of them are mentors that authored books. Others are truly friends, um, other business owners in my life. But um, it's, it's such an honor and a privilege when you get mentored. And I really believe that as a mentoree, we have the, the, we have the um, responsibility to pay that forward. Um, because we're taking a path less traveled when we're starting our own business. So I say, look no further. You're going to find that daily dose of encouragement through each one of these episodes, and you're also going to find it in the book that'll come out later this year. So as a business owner, often the lessons you learn in business are the lessons that you apply also to real life. And that's really the beauty of building a business. Because as you stay the course and you take the knocks and you, and you know, they come and they go and you become the best version of yourself as you travel through and overcome things. Um, so I'd like to, uh, I hope that you will adopt a, but wisdom first kind of an attitude along the way. So as you, um, listen to these episodes while you're driving around town or sitting with your cup of coffee, I hope that you're, um, you're just kind of going to find yourself in a healthy place and it'll help you jump into that. You know, maybe you'll start your day this way and then you'll feel like you're just so much more ready to jump into the to-do list and some of the things that might feel a little overwhelming that you're facing. So let me tell you a little bit about some of the chapters that I'm working on for my book. One is called If the Flip-Flop Fits. I like to call myself a flip-flop CEO because I like to 
work my job in my flip-flops and on the beach as much as possible. So I'm going to talk a little bit about what it looks like if the flip-flop fits because I don't want anyone to jump into this world of a nine-to-five rebel if they're not truly fitted for it or they've truly gone through that thought process. So I'll help, I'll help navigate some of the things that you might want to think about in that chapter. Another chapter is going to be called, Which Roller Coaster Will You Ride? Because I can tell you that the emotions that we have as people, that is a gift. But when those emotions get in the way, when you are dealing with the day-to-day -day of creating your own business, sometimes you're riding the really big, scary roller coaster, and other times you're riding the baby roller coaster. And if you're going to make it on this journey, you have got to get off of that big roller coaster and you've got to learn to ride on the baby roller coaster of emotions and not let them rule your decisions. Next chapter is you're going to work for free first. So I've done it and every single one that's a nine to five rebel will do it. And that is we work for free sometimes. And that's what we do in the beginning because we're investing sweat equity. And when you know that you're not the only one doing that and it's part of the journey, it makes it just a little bit easier to do that. Where does my life end and my career begin? Well, that's a little more clear when you are a nine to five hero. But when you're a nine to five rebel, you may find yourself living an integrated life. And sometimes that's a blessing. Most times it is. And sometimes it just is something that you have to understand and you have to ride it well, living that integrated life. It takes faith to be a nine to five rebel. That means that you have to believe in what you do not yet see. As a musician, you might not yet see that big royalty check coming back for those songs that you wrote or that big check that you're where you're paid what you're worth for that gig or you're paid what you deserve because of all those times you worked for free but you have to believe in what you do not see before you see it and you also have to choose to believe even in the absence of proof the proof will come as you continue to do the do and stay the course, but you have to have faith to believe that that is there even before you have the proof. And you know what? You need faith in yourself, you need faith in the process, and you need faith in your dream. And I'm gonna fuel that faith as I write this book. Finding more time. As a nine-to-five rebel, there's just not enough hours in the day to do all the things that our creative mind is telling us needs to be done. And so I'm going to teach you how to find more time. Unplugged. I'm going to teach you the value and the importance of being unplugged at times and just really what that looks like. I don't feel like it today. Well, join the club. Because if you're going to be a nine to five rebel and you're going to stay the course, you're going to have to do it when you don't feel like it. And you just might need a little dose of encouragement on a day that you don't feel like it to get up and go and do the very thing you know you're called to do. The easy. 
to do or not to do? Well, some things are easy to do and they're easy not to do. And you find a lot of those in your life when you're a nine to five rebel. Spontaneous chaos. Well, we need to um, be able to be spontaneous. We need to be resilient and we need to be flexible. And so sometimes there's a little, sometimes I say you create your own chaos, but you bring order to it. And other times you have to live in the midst of spontaneous chaos. And it's amazing what beautiful things can come out of spontaneous chaos when you know, when you come upon it, that this is part of the process. Simplify your surroundings. I don't think I need to say too much about that, but I will encourage you to do that on a regular basis. 60 second fix. Who needs a 60 second fix when you are at the end of your rope? I'll provide you one. The secret to the competitive edge. We're going to talk about the health that it takes to be a nine to five rebel. Dream builder, dream stealer. You're going to be a dream builder. You're going to be surrounded by dream builders, and you're also going to experience dream stealers. How do you react when you encounter these, and how do you? create boundaries in your life so that you can stay the course despite any dream stealer that may come along the way or be in your life on a regular basis. Is this working or, it, or am I just working? I can promise you I have had days and so will you when you think to yourself, is this working? Is this ever going to be worth it? The answer is yes, and I will provide encouragement along with my guest on that. Become a PC junkie, and I'm not talking about a personal computer, although we will embrace technology for sure. I'm talking about personal growth. I told you earlier that you will become the, the best version of yourself, and you and your family and everyone that knows you will benefit by that but it doesn't happen by accident. It happens because you will have intentional growth. You will have intention around um, reading and listening to things that are what we call personal growth. And I will have so many recommendations on that. I'm going to be pretty excited about sharing those things with you. And I can promise you that the content in each chapter is going to be the overflow of the hours and hours and hours of personal growth that I have enjoyed myself. Focus on the activity and detach from the results. That again has to do with those emotions and also having a healthy perspective. And don't let the stuff slow you down. So that's just a couple fun, catchy chapter titles that I am working through. And I am bound and determined to be a beacon of hope through each episode of the, this podcast. And I, I want to see more people doing what they love for a living. I want to give people hope that there are um, options and there are ways to a better way. And so that's what you're going to continue to hear in each and every one of these episodes. So thank you so much for joining me today and have a pretty amazing day.